You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Join your hosts, Steph and Tara, every Wednesday morning as they dive into a new witchy topic. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph. And this is Tara. And you are listening to episode 51, Yule. You guys, it's our last Sabbath of the year. Yay, we love our Sabbath episodes. And uh, like we mentioned, Yule happens to be my personal favorite. It's not my personal favorite, guys. I like it a lot, but it's not my personal favorite. <laughs> I love Yule. So since Samhain marks the end of the witch's year, right. Yule is technically the first celebration on this Wheel of the Year. It is a 12-day festival that begins this year on December 21st in the Northern Hemisphere and June 21st in the Southern Hemisphere, which is the winter solstice, the longest longest night and shortest day of the year. So that, um, it's usually on December 21st, and I think it is for like the next three years, but last year it was on the 22nd, I think it was, so it ranges from the... 20th to the 23rd whatever the winter solstice is is the start date but it's it continues for the 12 days after that which is why I think I like it so much uh I was gonna say it was on the 22nd last year because of the way we do our calendars and because there was a leap day added this year now it's back on the 21st got it Tara (laughs) Tara knows all these calendar things all the calendars and the stars Yule has a lot of historical facts associated with it. Yule, of all of the Christian celebrations we have, Yule is probably the closest to Christmas, and Christmas steals the most, the most amount of things from Yule. It's the most similar holiday. Yeah, um, we, we talked about Ostara stealing a lot of things from Easter and things like that, but Christmas and Yule are very, very, very similar. Yes. So next year, because we are going to continue this podcast into 2021. Oh my gosh, guys, thanks for your support. <laughs> so next year, we are going to have uh, more re- Sabbath-related episodes for each of the Sabbaths, but we are also, in advance of those, going to talk about different holidays and the um, pagan traditions from which they were stolen. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> so there are a lot of pagan origins for different holidays that we haven't talked about yet, like Valentine's Day and um, Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras, Ash, Ash Wednesday, things like that. There are a lot of um, pagan origins to all of these. So there are a oh, lot of guys. pagan origins to Yule that we plan on talking about next year specifically. Um, the idea of Saturnalia and Yule coming from that. So we are not going to go into all of those today. We're just going to kind of talk about um, different ways to, the correspondence of course, different ways to celebrate and just a little bit about the more Wiccan traditions. Yep. The uh, holiday itself versus all the things got that got stolen. <laughs> <laughs> so Yule is obviously when the days get longer. So this is the transition to the light half of the year. And we talked about on Letha that the Holly King succeeded the Oak King 
for the throne, bringing in the dark half of the year. So this is the opposite. And this is when the Holly King gives up his throne to the Oak King. Oak King comes back, bringing in this light half of the year. That's a Wiccan tradition. And this is yeah. also when we talked about in Samhain that the god dies at Samhain and then is reborn at Yule. This is when that god is reborn and the goddess goes from the crone into the mother aspect. That's all I know about it. That was really good. (laughs) Thanks. That was very, very good. Um, Just because we've talked about it with other ones, this is a fire festival. So I don't hate it. I don't hate any of the fire festivals. Um, I just don't like this one as much personally. I do like a lot of the celebrations and things are surrounding it. I love a good fire festival. It's just too cold for me. Honestly, (laughs) is why I have problems with this one. I always, always greet the sun though um on yule because it's the longest night and after this the days get longer and i do love that i love 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 that as we've talked about summer's my fave um <laughs> so uh like she said this is just a turning of the wheel so um we've closed out the old year the veil has closed again not closed but it's not as thin as it was so um she did a really good job of explaining a lot of that. Thanks. Uh, I think you did good. <laughs> um, so the god is reborn at Yule, as she said, um, having died at the pre- previous Sabbath at the end of October. Um, so the god is a lot of times associated with the sun and the goddess, the moon. So that's kind of where that kind of starts to come in, where... We're seeing more of the sun. Yay, he's back. <laughs> um, so she just, the goddess just gave birth to the sun, which is why she's in her mother aspect. Uh, she represents the earth, earth, um, which is still still and silent as she rests from her labor, but soon she'll be fertile again. Um, and that's when we start going into the spring and summer times. And I personally like Yule the best because it is the closest to Christmas. So I think, um, first of all, it's the easiest to celebrate if you are still in the broom closet. Oh, yeah. Holy heck, yeah. (laughs) Just like celebrating Christmas. But I like the 12-day festival. And I don't like all the religious associations with Christmas. But I still like trees and pretty lights and, you know, all the things like that. Giving presents and things like that. And those are all. She is a great present giver, guys. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, those are all Yule traditions as well. So I think that's why I particularly like this Sabbath so much. I like that it's celebrated for 12 days, but it's cold. So I mostly <laughs> stay inside. So let's get into the correspondences that we always talk about. I don't think any of these will be a surprise because they are all exactly what you would expect for Christmas. Yeah. Guys, yeah, you're not going to stop. the colors are red green white gold and silver shocker (laughs) the animals are deers dove wolf squirrels and buffalo the crystals are citrine bloodstone cat's eye ruby garnet emerald and diamond so those are all the red and green pink red green and white (laughs) silver colors yeah (laughs) the herbs are sage rosemary frankincense bay chamomile and myrrh 
And you'll notice some correspondence there with the Christian holidays. <laughs> yeah, frankincense and myrrh. Yep. Gifts brought to baby Jesus. Yep. Well, you would know better than me since, you know, went to religious school. But yes, I was like, everyone should recognize at least those two, I think. <laughs> if they're into that Christianity thing. The flowers are poinsettias, mistletoe, pine, and holly. I love the poinsettias, but they're poisonous to dogs, so be careful if you get these. I think they're poisonous to cats, too. I did not know that. I did know they're poisonous to dogs, like, really, yeah. really sick. So, again, my dog will try and eat anything, so I get fake ones, generally. I love the real ones, though. Mistletoe is poisonous, too, so. Mistletoe is poisonous <laughs> to everyone, just so you throw that out there. Don't eat mistletoe. <laughs> The foods are lots of turkey, breads, fruitcake, soup, nuts, gingerbread, (laughs) eggnog, beer, and spiced cider. This is a great time for spiced cider, guys. It's all warm and comforting and awesome. Also, mulled wines. I like mulled wine, spiced cider. I do not like eggnog. I think eggnog is super gross. I... Okay, so this is just a weird thing about me. I don't feel like it's the season until I've had eggnog and I have one glass. I can't. I can't do it. I literally have one glass and that's all I need all year. I never want it again, but I don't feel like it's the season until I've had that one stinking glass. Oh, no. I just feel like the texture of eggnog is so gross. Like, snot. (laughs) See, I had a lot of rum to mine. I had a lot of spice rum. So the texture's not that bad. (laughs) If you are a fan of eggnog or not, let us know where you fall in that spectrum. Also, <laughs> tell to... us if you don't have an opinion on eggnog. I feel like everyone has strong opinions on eggnog. Uh, yeah, one way or the other. Yeah, there's strong mm-hmm. opinions. <laughs> All the feelings. So the incense and oils associated with Yule are cedar, pine, cinnamon, juniper, and orange. The deities are Apollo, Ra, Osiris, Lu, Odin. Isis, Morgan, Artemis, Juno, and Diana. And across the pantheons, those are all the gods and goddesses associated with the sun. The sun and rebirth. Yes. Because Odin is also associated with rebirth. Yes, very true. Sorry, randomly. (laughs) And the um, best spells for Yule's time are for happiness, prosperity, hope, healing, and peace. Yeah, this is a big time when... People, because it's right around New Year, possibly, but a lot of people are really feeling hopeful about New Year and what it will bring and happiness and prosperity. So this is a great time to do spells for those guys. Like, perfect time. And you have 12 days. So <laughs> you can do some lengthy lots of Yeah, lots of time to do the spell work. I don't know. I think people, after 2020, people's expectations are tempered for what how hopeful they are about 2021 and what 21 2021 will bring but we'll we'll see guys good time to do some positive spell workings for that yes i would just like to throw out there i had very high hopes for 2020 and they've been horribly dashed so i'm very excited to do some spell work for 2021 and turn this thing around (laughs) so let's get into how you can celebrate favorite part of every holiday (laughs) Of course, we always recommend wearing and decorating with the colors. This is the easiest way for anyone to celebrate, but especially witches that are still in the broom closet because it just looks like you are celebrating any 
holiday associated with this season because red, green, silver, that's so easy. Yeah. Uh, you could also decorate a Yule altar. And this can be as elaborate as you want, a dedicated altar space um, with the specific correspondences and associations that we talked about. But altar can also mean a variety of things. So even if you have, say, a mantle over a fireplace that you are decorating um, with some seasonal aspects, you can always turn that into a sort of altar, a sacred space for you where you light a candle and reach out to one of your deities or do like a quick spell working there, that can be a form of an altar for you. So it doesn't have to be, you know, something completely elaborate and a dedicated, you know, separate space in the corner of a house. It doesn't have to be that way. It can be out in the middle of things and it can just look like regular old Christmas decoration. I was going to say, I always de uh, decorate the, um, the headboard in my guest room, the, uh, dresser underneath my tv and um, my kitchen counters with evergreens i like how they look i like how they smell i throw in a few pine cones and holly and it's just it's ready for you all and you have seen my decorations if you are a patron because i put up a video on patreon of all of my decorations yule slash christmas <laughs> Um, but in general, just what my house looks like at this time of year is up on Patreon. If you are a patron, you've already seen that. Another way to celebrate Yule is to decorate a Yule tree. Mm -hmm. And this was a common tradition that had been used for years, which is obviously where the uh, Christian tree. tradition of the tree comes from. Yeah, it, it, Yule trees used to be very popular, but they used to actually put real candles in there mm -hmm. <laughs> we don't recommend real candles on your tree guys don't don't stick not a good idea you just set your house on real candles on we don't want you to set your house inside on the home actually outside the home either yeah i would not recommend yeah, it outside so, the so home either. <laughs> but you can definitely add fake candles christmas lights obviously came from this tradition um but fake candles would be you know more towards what the actual original tradition would be. Um, but Christmas lights work too. You can also dry orange slices. Orange are uh, one of the associations, correspondences that we talked about. Uh, and drying orange slices, there's a lot of different ways to do it. And then they can be used for decorations. You can string them up, um, put them outside with, a lot of people like to do the cranberry and popcorn strings with dried oranges. And then they smell also awesome. used to yeah, they do smell awesome. Can be used to decorate gifts. Um, can always create orange and clove pomander balls. Um, I always do those. I've always done those with my mom my whole life. Um, just sticking whole cloves in a pattern around an orange makes it smell really good. And it actually will last for like two years. I was going to so. say, her and her mom do really elaborate, cool designs. I'm just throwing that out there. I usually just stick a few in and then smell it because that's my jam. <laughs> Yeah, it smells, smells, it very, smells very good. You can also create witches balls for your windows. That is a very traditional thing that witches like to do this year. Um, it, it looks like a glass ornament 
and you fill it inside. And a lot of witches turn that into, you know, some sort of spell. They get the correspondences and spell working for prosperity or for hope in the new year and then hang those in the window and they're very pretty with all like the light and stuff shining through them think like uh the big decorative ornaments there's usually crystals inside and herbs and it's they're really really pretty especially hanging in the window because the light shines out of them and it's very pretty uh you can also make hot chocolate always make hot chocolate very traditional way to um, celebrate. Add a little cinnamon to mine, like. and it adds a little bit of spice. It's really good. Yep. And if you also are a patron, I think back in oh, September, I posted a coffee spell, quick and easy, and that can easily be adapted for hot chocolate. There you so go. It's a good time to do that as well. You can also bake cookies and cakes, especially a Yule log. And don't be afraid to be non-traditional in this. Uh, Last year, my friend Amanda and I, we actually tried to make a red velvet Yule log cake, and it was delightful. (laughs) That sounds like It was so good. It was very rich, but amazing. Also, we couldn't get it to roll, so it was more like a stack of timber, but it still tasted great. (laughs) You can also burn a real Yule log. This is if you don't know what a yule log is that we're talking about, it's like a chunk of tree. <laughs> yes. Um, just a log that sets in the middle of the table and you stick candles into it. Um, that is a traditional way to celebrate and burn the actual yule log. But a lot of people just choose to make a cake instead. So, um, so I've done this. Amanda and I do this and we light three can we put three candles on it and we let them burn down. They're usually like little tea leaves. We actually drill holes in the log. So the candles really sit in there and don't move. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then you put three hopes for the future or we put three hopes for the future. And as we burn, um, burn them down, we let the spell work into the new year. Another way you can work with the fire energy associated with Yule is to burn what's called wishing leaves. Um, These are just bay leaves and you write out your wishes for the new year onto the actual bay leaf. Yes. And then burn that leaf. This works really well, guys, but make sure you have the uh, appropriate thing to write with because bay leaves are harder to write on than you might think. (laughs) You can also work with the solar energy in general because it's got that fiery aspect but this is also you know when the sun is coming back it's a very big sun holiday we've been talking a lot we have always talked a lot about working with the different moon phases but you can just as easily work with solar energy and the different times of day and things like that so this is a good time to test that out if you've never worked with solar energy before and something to keep in mind um Solar energy is traditionally uh, assumed to be more masculine and with the God and female energy is more associated and tied to the moon. This is a construct that actually is influenced by Christianity. So the goddess can be just as easily associated with the sun and the God, the moon, but do keep in mind that because it's been predominantly male, solar, female, lunar for so long, it's good to have a mix of energy when you work. So never be afraid to incorporate solar energy, even with your moon magic. 
Another way to celebrate is to host a Yule feast. This Do was it. A, yeah, traditional way that Saturnalia, which we'll talk about more next year, um, was celebrated. It was a big feast. So this is obviously uh, you can host Christmas parties and things like that, but you can also just host a giant meal for Yule or all the holidays in general. So everybody is invited. This should not surprise anyone, but I do this every year. <laughs> I bake and I bake and I bake and I cook. Um, I make traditional foods. My friend Amanda and I make Yule log cake, obviously. And then um, we'll do our Yule logs after everyone leaves because that's kind of more private. But the big feast part, everyone's invited. It's such a good time. Usually we exchange um, little also... too at this point. I was going to say, <laughs> you can also make and exchange gifts. Uh, gifts are not just associated with Christmas. They have been associated with Yule since the beginning of when um, traditionally people stayed in their homes and did not see their neighbors. It was not the same it is, is now when you get in your nice warm car and then drive to somebody else's nice warm house. Yeah, that um, didn't happen. People had to trudge in snow and terrible weather to get to somebody else's home. And then that person would invite them in to sit around the fire and Yule logs and things like that. So obviously it was traditional to bring a gift to mm-hmm. that, that person hosting you. And it was usually food of some sort or something homemade. So this is a, a great time to honor that tradition and give gifts. It's just a nice thing because this is a um, time associated with prosperity and bringing hope into the new year. So it's also a good time for donating as well as doing gifts um it's not only sharing the prosperity and abundance um but that brings in positivity for you to bring into the new year with you because you're not being selfish (laughs) and this is my own tradition so you don't have to do this but when we exchange yule gifts it's different than christmas gifts it's always something that the other person you either make it yourself or it's something useful that the other person hasn't gotten for themselves for whatever reason. So like a lot of my Yule gifts tend to be like homemade candles, uh, cider I made and bottled for them, um, things of this nature. They're not, I don't know what you guys have ever done for Christmas, but I feel like uh, when I used to do a lot of Christmas gifts, it was a lot of fun, useless things. Not useless, but like I have, my brother's girlfriend got me a mermaid blanket. So I put it on my legs and I look like a mermaid. Fun <laughs> gift. Don't get me wrong. I really enjoy it. But that's not really a Yule gift in my mind. It's more a Christmas gift because it's fun and kind of just there versus useful or handmade. Oh, so that is all of the ways that we traditionally celebrate. If you have any to add, definitely reach out on Instagram. We've got a little bit of time before Yule is actually here. And obviously it then continues 12 more days so um, into January. So if you have any ways that you like to celebrate, um, let us know on Instagram because we would love to share that. And I'm sure the community would appreciate that as well. Yes. This is also where like Boxing Day comes in and things of that nature because it does go for 12 days and the 12 days of Christmas there's all these correspondences guys just (laughs) a lot of celebrating all the things so we wanted to end just by telling you a little bit about what's coming for next year we are going to have an episode next week kind of explaining more but we just wanted to let you know um that 
we do have more plans to dive further into these holidays and pagan origins and things. If there are any that you particularly have questions about or wanted to know about or just traditions in general that about any holiday, um, if, if you're curious about where they've come from or things like that, then we can definitely include those in our episodes for next year. So let us know if you have any particular things you would like us to talk about. And the goes for topics in general if you have any topics we are always taking requests and you know recording from there so let us know yeah we had a lot of ideas for this year so that's why we've had to do some bonus episodes because they're really good questions and things we just already had ideas for the whole year so next year we'll have a lot more uh openings for questions topics ideas things of that nature so and we are coming up to the end of the time frame to sign up for our subscription boxes. Those start next month. Um, and the billing for that starts on January 1st. So that's the last day to be subscribed. I think it's January 1st, 2nd, those payments go through. So after that, you will not be able to sign up and the boxes will get shipped out the first round um, in mid-January. So if you've been on the fence or not sure, or just delayed in getting signed up make sure that you go over and do that. We have a whole separate episode um, related to these boxes and explaining what we're going to be doing going forward. So yeah, go back and listen to that. If you are interested in getting one of those boxes. And when she Mm -hmm. says like, you have to be signed up, that's for the first box. They're not going to be billed annually guys. They're just going to be monthly. So yeah, that, that's, that's true. I just, just wanted to this. clarify that because you sounded like you're SOL if you just set up a January. No, just, just for the, just the involved January. box. Yes. <laughs> yes. You have to be signed up for. Um, so definitely head over and do that. And we will link in the uh, notes for this podcast if you are interested in that, where you can go to get more information. Yes. All the information, guys. But that is all we have for you this week for this Yule episode. We will see you next week. Bye. Follow us on Insta. Thanks for listening to Witch Wednesdays with Steph and Tara. Love our content? Consider donating at anchor.fm slash witch dash Wednesdays to help keep our podcast up and running. Please leave us a voicemail on that same site if you have any questions or comments and follow us on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast.